What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Smart Business Solutions, the official podcast of GBS, America's productivity partner. Each episode, we are going to explore some of the biggest threats and challenges in today's business world and the vast amount of solutions GBS offers to meet them. All right. Well, good morning. This is Rich Lalo with GBS. And today we have with us two very special guests on the phone. First is Mary Hudek, who serves as Vice President of Revenue Cycle Service for GBS. Mary has been a member of the GBS team for almost four years now. And she is also the founder, president, and CEO of Odyssey Health Systems. She has spent her career assisting healthcare organizations in reaching their financial goals by streamlining the collection, use, and delivery of patient and claims information and helps clients to improve their overall profitability and productivity. And also with us today is Sheila Tonnoff, who joined the GBS team earlier this year. She is currently our Director of Revenue Cycle Strategies, and she works with clients to develop clear strategic processes to manage their billing and payment collection activities. She is also the founder and CEO of Tenemark, where she works to create and provide tools, supplies, and resources to individuals to ensure the power of the patient experience is in their hands. So we have two, as you can see, uh, industry experts with us today. We've been excited to do this show. And on the show today, some of the topics we're going to be covering are the components of the medical billing and revenue cycle management process, some of the major challenges that hospitals and providers face in this area, the solutions that are available to hospitals and providers to meet these challenges, and how these solutions can benefit and impact users that implement them. So before we begin, I would like to welcome Mary and Sheila to the show. We've been excited to have you ladies, and thanks for taking the time to be with us this morning. Oh, we're so excited to be here. This is great. Thank you so much for having us. That's right. Richard, thank you so much. Absolutely. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. Okay, so if you would, ladies, uh, give us a little bit more about your background and your experience and kind of your understanding and knowledge of the medical billing field. Okay, well, I'll start. And I guess I'm going to age myself a little bit here, uh, Richard, but uh, (laughs) this is Mary Gudek, and uh, I have 25 years experience in medical billing and revenue cycle management. Mm. Um, As mentioned earlier today, um, I did found Odyssey Health Systems in 1995, and I worked with many prestigious healthcare clients over the years, including the Cleveland Clinic Foundation, St. Agnes Hospital Integrated Specialist Group in Baltimore, Maryland, Ohio State University Sports Medicine Center, Mm -hmm. and Crystal Clinic Orthopedic Center here in Akron, Ohio, just to name a few. I did, as you mentioned earlier also, I joined GBS on January 1st, actually, of 2017. And um, I was brought on board to oversee and develop GBS's national revenue cycle platform. My objective and GBS RevCycle's mission is to assist every physician practice and every hospital reach its full financial potential by fine tuning every aspect of the medical billing and revenue cycle process. Awesome. Yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> yeah, this is Sheila. So my background's a little bit different. I'm a I'm the utilizer of RevCycle. I I benefit from all of Mary's work. 
So my my background is I've been doing practice management pretty much exclusively for the last 20 years. I started um, in pain management, uh, worked primarily in orthopedics for the last decade, have had the opportunity to do surgery center startups, MSO startups. I've worked with micro hospital development, home health, really, really the entire spectrum. But always, you know, RevCycle is a core of what that is. And my mission, you know, my core mission, who I am, it's all about putting resources into, into my into my partner's hands to do the job, right? Mm. So when I worked with physicians, it was about making sure they had the tools and resources to see the patient, because I'm not a clinician. When I was working with my with my company, Tenemark, that's about putting tools and resources in the patient's hands. Right. Um, but that's why, that's why joining GBS made so much sense to me, because I was really blessed. I had an opportunity to work with Mary on a project and the project itself was honestly one of the most difficult things I've ever tackled. It was an MSO, and Mary's team did the rev cycle management for it. And just the experience I had working with her and that team was so exceptional. And it was such good work that when this opportunity came up, I was I, absolutely. And so it is, this is different for me, but I'm, I'm just thrilled to be a part of the team. And even though it is different for Sheila, um, because of her background, um, you know, she's a valued member of our strategy here because of the fact it's been there, done that. And so mm -hmm. she can really attest uh, to, you know, the challenges and the obstacles that physician practices and hospitals face on a daily basis in just trying to, you know, collect the dollars that are due to them. Yeah. So, again, so my job is to make sure we can put resources into people's hands so that they can do the job they need to do. In this case, you know, RevCycle solutions. Yep. So, well, thank you. Oh, that's great. That's great. So that's really a neat, a neat setup there that you just described because you, you both bring expertise from opposite ends of the spectrum. So you got a full perspective on the RevCycle process and the challenges that are there from from all perspectives really so that's fantastic so great all right so let's jump into rev cycle management and medical billing how would you ladies define that to our listeners in a way that we can all understand it okay well i would say the simple definition of medical billing and rev cycle management process is just tracking the revenue from the patient's initial appointment or their encounter uh, with the physician or the hospital to their final payment, including any patient responsibility. So that would start with scheduling um, at the time of the appointment and then registration at the time of service. And as we all know, because we're all consumers in healthcare, that registration, accurate registration is paramount to the success of the revenue cycle. Mm -hmm. It is the beginning pulse of that revenue cycle. And one of the things that we deal with with our practices and the goals that we set and work collaboratively with both physician practices and hospitals is to develop what we call EFI, error-free front end. And that was actually um, a name tagged by uh, Crystal Clinic Orthopedic Center as one of our challenges uh, to make sure that, you know, by having an error-free front end, 
That would result with faster and optimal reimbursement and fewer payer denials and back-end issues. So, you know, the revenue cycle process or what we call the revenue cycle continuum is very complex. It starts with payer contracting. You know, every physician provider and hospital provider has to be contracted with payers unless they want to do out of network, which, you know, is another whole challenge within itself. Mm. But once they're able to establish their payer contracts, then they have to be credentialed with the payers. Then you have to begin, you know, the process that, you know, the providers see the patient and now you have the clinical experience and then you have to code that medical record. So you have to go into coding. Then you have to create the charge. Then you have to edit that charge and then create a claim. All of this is, you know, part of the continuum. Once you create the claim, there's a lot of edits that take place. There's edits, you know, on the practice management system. There's edits on the clearinghouse. And then actually GBS Red Cycle has a product that we're very proud of called Advanced Pre-Billing. And that's a rules engine on the front end to enhance clean claim submission. So that is something we're really, really proud of. So when I first heard about this product, what it reminds me of is like the posting notes. So went back in the day when my practice, you had coders in-house and the coders would have just hundreds, <laughs> no, no exaggeration, hundreds of posting notes all over the backs of the <laughs> cubicles, little notes. And, and I'd be like, what is that? And they're like, don't touch that. Don't touch that. <laughs> and, and I'm like, so Mary, is that what this does? Well, actually, you are actually dating yourself too, oh, Sheila. But, <laughs> but um, yes, our advanced pre-billing product actually takes the National Correct Coding Initiative edits, local payer edits, along with specialty-specific edits, and builds that on the front end. So when the charge comes into our product, it's actually scrubbed through all of those edits before it even gets into the practice management system. After that, it goes then through the practice management system edits, as well as the uh, clearinghouse edits. The goal of this project is to have the clean claim on the front end, and then if you do get denials on the back end, then you take those denials and you create a rule on the front end to prevent it from denying again. Constant process. Constant mm. process. Oh, I love that. Yep, yep. So after we move on, um, then what, what happens, we either get a payment from the payer or we get a denial from the payer. And we also have a denials management product that we work with um, that we're able to actually monitor. And we create categories based on the payer cart codes, which are the codes that are the denial reasons, okay? And we can do that by payer. And we actually then can help educate the front end, going back to our error-free front end, on where their registration issues are is it coding denials that are the problem? Is it no prior authorizations? They're, they're lacking getting their authorizations. Or is it an eligibility issue and they're not getting current insurance information at the registration process? We can take all that data and report it back to a practice and then they can use that data going forward to help them negotiate their payer contracts. So that's a really keen um, opportunity that we present for our practices as well. And then after we post the payment and the contractual adjustment from the payer, 
as we all know, there's more patient responsibility than there ever has been. Mm. Actually, that's really a focus in today's market because as a healthcare consumer, we all know that there's high deductible plans and more and more payers want to push that responsibility to the patient. So we have tackled that too, um, because again, we understand that we have to provide the tools and the technology to our clients in order for them to optimize their revenue and to collect every dollar that they are owed because they, they earned it. They work very hard, both the physicians and the hospitals. Right. Well, and sure, and, and that makes sense to me, but at the same time, as a consumer, as an operator, if we're just doing more of the same, you know, it's just a, it's just another, we'll call it in quotes, collection sort of process, it doesn't really help anybody. I mean, from my perspective, if we're not doing it on the, if we're not, if we're not trying to talk a different language, the new language of what the patient expects, if we're not coming to the patient on their terms, then how exactly is this different? Well, let me explain that to you. It's not a traditional send out three statements, a collection letter, and hope to get paid by the patient. And as we all know, many patients take those statements and just throw them in the trash. We actually use our technology. And in today's day and age, technology is the driver. And cell phones, right? Everybody has a cell phone and they're on their cell phone all day long. So what we've done is taken a, a patient engagement program and we have digital and email touch points. So we're actually going to the cell phones or to the email where most people are and letting them know that they have an outstanding balance and giving them the opportunity to make that payment right off their computer or their cell phone into a patient portal to make it one step. And again, convenience, that's what patients want. And that will also increase patient satisfaction for the hospital and for the providers. And if they have questions, if the patient has we questions. We have a call center. And so we do um, listen to patients. And as you know, some patients will dispute their bills. Of course. And if there is a dispute, we go back to the provider, to the hospital, and work with the appropriate staff to resolve that on behalf of the patient. So we're still marrying customer service oh, to the absolutely. Because yes. that's, I mean, absolutely. I really think that that, you, you can't go away from the personal touch and completely go IT. But if you ignore the technology, well, then you're out of the game. Exactly. I mean, just exactly. And we still do set up payment plans. And actually, patients have the ability to set up their own plan through that portal. Oh, that's so again, you know, we're trying to make it as uh, convenient and easy for the patient, as well as to capture those dollars, which today are lost through that traditional, let's send some statements and collection letters. Well, and, 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 patient, patient, pays. and patient balances have become and they used to be the small portion of my operating revenue. <laughs> now it's grown and grown and grown. And if you're right. not if you're not collecting that patient balance, you're you're really in trouble. It's, it's an entire different. It's an entirely That's different, right. strange world. You, in today's day and age, you need to have focus on your patient receivable. It's just as important as your insurance receivable in today's market. The high deductible plans? Correct. Yeah, high so. deductible plans and more and more co-insurance pushed back to the patient. So even if you're collecting upfront, let's say, you know, you've got, I mean, real robust collections upfront, I mean, you're, you're doing estimates of what it's going to cost and you're interacting with the patient upfront personally when they're in the practice. There's still a piece there at the end that you have to collect and you have to interact with the patient. And this gives you the ability to go straight to the patient. That's correct. On their terms. Okay. That's right. Absolutely. 
And then through that patient responsibility, you know, we do have to deal with insurances who, you know, they still play some shenanigans out there and they do like to oh, delay. Say it isn't so. But they do like to delay reimbursement. And so we do get a number of unnecessary denials or underpayments that we have to appeal. So, you know, as I mentioned earlier, we have our uh, appeals and denials management product that we use. And that's part of our workflow to be able to manage that and get that feedback to enhance the front end to the patients. But, you know, we do have to realize that that's still a big piece of the revenue cycle. And then, of course, the last piece of that is reporting. We have to have analytical tools to help review and manage the entire revenue cycle to find those pain points within the cycle that we can look to improve. Because, as you mentioned earlier, it's a continual enhancement. You're always wanting to do whatever you can to tighten up that revenue cycle and to bring in as much money as you can. So as the practice administrator, that was my lifeline. The fact of the matter is I, I my revenue cycle partner was a part of, of my team. I mean, it was a seamless member of my organization, whether it, and, and so the ability to have information good information for me to assess how this is going, where are the pain points, what things needed addressed from me. Because again, on it's on the practice side, you know, the quality of the information from the from the front. It is not my rev cycle partners, they can't fix that if I have a bad if I have a bad if I'm getting bad information at the front desk. No, I have to fix that. We can't fix it, but we can help give you the information right. so that you know what to fix. And that's key because mm -hmm. that that transparency is everything. That's correct. And we are a value add to you. We are a partner and we work, GBS RevCycle works because your success is our success. So that's the whole reason that the communication is there to enhance the front end so that, again, you have a much stronger revenue cycle overall. That's great. And so it, it sounds like you guys have a very, I don't want to say foolproof process, but about about as foolproof as you can get. And I know it, it is a very complex process, Mary. I know that. So what would you say, what are some of the challenges that hospitals and providers face in actually implementing these solutions? I mean, why doesn't, why isn't everybody doing this right now? Well, so let me take that. Sure. So, uh, you know, when I, I, again, I did operations for 20 years and in my first practice, it was, it was a full startup from scratch and I did all my billing in house and I did it in house because as I was trained in my post-grad fellowship, you know, if you do your billing in house, you care about it more. Right. Oh, and that, right. Was, that mm -hmm. was the key. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I love that. I love that theory. And I, and I think there's probably, there's something to when you work for the physician, the corporation, that you love it, right? You're going to do more. But there's a reality to RevCycle today. It is not the same RevCycle it was 20 years ago. The reality is that if you, I always use the analogy that my, that my RevCycle team in my practice is like a, it's like a pro sports team, right? You know, it's like your basketball team. And if you have a small practice, even if you have a large, massive practice, your bench strength is your lifeblood. If you have a key player, a key, a key stakeholder in your in your team go out. If you have 
if you have some issues with your team. I mean, bench strength is everything and staffing, you know, these very specialized, um, these very specialized knowledge bases, it's almost impossible nowadays. And so to partner with an organization like GBS RevCycle that brings that just bench strength to your platform and acts as a member of the organization, well, that that's that's best of both, right? Because it's all about aligned interests. So people don't work because they just love the person they work for. They work because their interests are aligned. Their job security is aligned. Everybody wants the same thing. Right, and to add to that is that GBS RevCycle is system agnostic. So we work with whatever uh, practice management or information system is available to us. So we look at that as the tool. It's the people, as you said, behind that, that have the expertise, that have the coding certification, that understand you know, precise and accurate coding, how to apply modifiers um, to enhance reimbursement and to, and to bill appropriately and compliantly, because compliance is yet another whole piece that you know we provide because by outsourcing you know we work to make sure that the documentation is supported you know the, the documentation supports the coding right because mm -hmm. in the event of a post-payment audit we don't want any of our hospitals providers to have to give money back so we ensure that our coding supports the documentation and we do provider education and assist them with if there are shortfalls within their documentation to help them get to um, stronger documentation to understand the regulatory requirements so that they understand that modifiers drive reimbursement and, and how they're used. So as you said, it's the people with the expertise because unfortunately in healthcare, coding changes every year. There's always payer regulatory requirements change every year. Medical policy for the payer changes every year. So you have to stay abreast of those and be able to communicate and educate your clients so that everyone gets back on that even keel so that they can continue to be strong within their collection potential. And one of the other things that was very, it, what I really loved about working with GBS on that project was it wasn't just, oh, I had an option. I either had to outsource everything or I could work with GBS RevCycle on certain pieces of my process. So if I had my own coders, still could work with GBS RevCycle because you, you wouldn't do that piece. Or or I, I love my team and my and my RevCycle team is strong as anybody's and I don't want to outsource. Okay, well, are there other options, Mary, that you know GBS RevCycle brings to the table? Can you can you can we offer the people just a resource to help with the patient collections? Sure, absolutely. I mean what we can definitely do be a value-add, as I mentioned earlier, value-added service to any provider or hospital. So it's not all and or nothing. It's not all or nothing. If you want everything, we can offer that. But if you want pieces and parts, as you mentioned, we have the ability to do that. You know, we can do that advanced pre-billing on the front end to give you that rules engine. We can do appeals and denials management on the back end. We can do AR management. We have actually even taken over some internal CBOs um, central billing offices or central business offices and manage those staff and those people and put in the appropriate workflows 
to assist them in improving their own internal rest cycle. Because I will tell you from my colleagues and the conversations I've had with them over the years, that is a mis that is a misunderstanding that large rest cycle companies like GBS, they only work one way. They're going to take everything from you and you're never going to get the information. And it's a very black it's very scary, right? Scary. As right. an administrator, that's your biggest fear is that you're going to lose control of your rev cycle with your partner. And that's not, well, frankly, I wouldn't have joined this organization if, if I, right. if I didn't know that it's, it's not that way. Yeah. We custom tailor the program to meet the practice or the hospital needs. So whatever the pain points are, whatever the need is, we want to be there as the partner to help fill that need and to assist them again with, um, being fiscally sound and, and having the strongest financial position that they possibly can have. Because we all know cash is king. It's mon no money, no mission, right? That's right. Right. That's right. And I'm a patient advocate, but we gotta we gotta stay in business, take care of those patients. That's right. And yeah. COVID nineteen was a challenge for everyone to do still that. Is. And it still is, but everyone is rebounding and we were in it together and you know, our, all of our clients, we assisted them in moving to telehealth. And it was a, a, a wonderful a bench strength, as you said, everyone coming together to meet those challenges. And now we're on the upswing and, and that's great. So essentially, if I could summarize that, I would say that as a RevCycle partner, we can add as much value to the hospital or the practice as they need. Would that be accurate? That's correct. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a great I think that's a great discussion that you ladies just had because I do I do think that there's there's probably a misconception out there that it's 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 all or nothing, you know, it's one size fits all. And you know, Mary, I know that that's not that, that's not how we operate and not how you operate. So I think that that's a great point to to drive home. So Yeah, it's not a cookie-cutter <clears throat> approach. Right. Not at all. Right. Not no, at all. Fantastic. Okay, so I know we, we you've both kind of touched on some of the solutions that are out there that we actually offer. I don't know, Mary, if you want to just maybe run run through them again real quick just to kind of give kind of a full perspective on what we do offer as far as solutions go. Sure. Um, well, GBS RevCycle offers accurate and precise coding, as I mentioned earlier, which includes the appropriate use of modifiers that drive reimbursement. We are also compliance driven. And I think if you talk to any of our clients, they say they can sleep at night. They don't worry about their coding or in the mm. event that they're audited. And we're compliant to Medicare and other payer regulatory requirements. Um, you know, clean claim submission, you know, we, that's very important to us. You know, industry standard amongst healthcare providers and institutions is usually less than a 5% error rate. But at GBS RedCycle, we are at a 2 to 3% error rate. So we're very proud of that. Mm. Um, as I mentioned earlier, we do our denials and appeals management. We have our patient engagement program. And the analytical and reporting and benchmarking is a huge piece of our business. We actually set goals with our practices. And when we're dealing with our physicians, we use Medical Group Management Association, or MGMA, benchmarks. And we actually monitor day's revenue outstanding, net collection percentage. Now, we know that that varies by physician specialty and payer mix. So that's why we work to set those goals together as a team and then to achieve those benchmarks. On the hospital side, we work with the Healthcare Finance Management Association, or HFMA. And we work with total patient credit balances that are over 30 days 
they need to equal less than 50% of the total credit balance inventory. Um, and that's very important to hospitals and we're able to achieve that. We also work with the net days revenue plus the credit balances and that should be one to two days. And we are at that benchmark as well. Yeah, um, we do have some of our clients, our MAP award winners and you know the folks that are involved with HFMA realize about MAP and we're very proud that we are able to take the journey with our hospitals to, to meet that and exceed those criteria to be able to be awarded the MAP award. And then we do monitor percentage of AR over 90 days because that's an important benchmark to make sure that you know, you're taking care of those patient responsibility balances. So I think that those are the things that make us different and very robust as far as having the opportunity, as Sheila had mentioned earlier, to pick pieces and parts or the whole thing. I mean, the synergy of the whole thing is, is wonderful. And, you know, most of our practices do want to completely outsource that entire revenue cycle. Those that usually start with just pieces and parts or value added service will end up, you know, adding more and more because of the trust and the confidence and of course the partnership that we develop. Right. For us, it's about constant improvement. Just like the practices we're partnering with, that's that's what we're doing. So, yep. Oh, that's great. Okay, so let's let's kind of get to the payoff here then. So, for a practice or a hospital that that says, you know what, we do have a, a need in this area. You know, we're having some struggles. We want to implement uh, your solutions or some of your solutions or talk to you about them. What results can they expect to see by implementing some of these solutions? Well, as I said earlier, cash is king. Cash so, is course, king. Cash is king, and yep. they're going to see increased collections. I mean, that's the most important um, outcome and result of the relationship and partnership with GBS RevCycle. We also, by outsourcing, it frees their existing employees to focus on the front end of the RevCycle because, again, that's the heartbeat, the beginning process. And it also allows them to align themselves with more patient care and clinical responsibilities. By doing so um, and, and focusing on the front end, working with us, they're going to have less payer denials, less need to appeal denials or underpayments, and then they'll have increased patient satisfaction. The other thing that's really important is reducing their overhead costs because by outsourcing, we're removing the business aspect away from the practice so they can focus on the clinical aspect. And that's the most important piece that we see our clients because then they can just focus on that patient care and excel in the, that area, knowing that they're doing uh, exceptional patient care and we're doing exceptional rev cycle on the back end for that. It's a partnership. I mean, the fact of the matter is physicians there might be one physician out of a million that that that, he, that this doesn't fit. But physicians go to school to take care of patients. They they do all that training right. because they want to take care of people. The last thing we need them doing is worrying about the rev cycle. So and taking away that time and energy and focus from the patient. Our job is to provide the tools, resources, the support the partnership to support them so that they can do the job they need to do for our patients. And I mean our patients. I feel That's passionately right. about that. It's I'm not a clinician. I've never played one on TV, but the fact <laughs> of the matter is 
but the fact of the matter is that it is about the patient. We say cash is king, but it's always about the patient. And if we're doing our job, then the physician and the providers, they can do theirs. That's right. So. And, and what makes us different too, Richard, is that our staff look at our clients as an asset. And, and, you know, we invest in our clients, as Sheila said, to make sure that this partnership is successful. Because as I also said earlier, your success is our success. Yep. So, again, without that partnership and having that mutually beneficial relationship, that's what makes it work. That's truly what makes it work because it is a true partnership. And we work together to, to overcome any challenge and to meet every goal and objective that we set for, for our team. If we weren't socially distant, I would totally high five you, Mary, right now. Virtual, virtual high five. <laughs> now, I, I think you ladies make an, an excellent point. And, you know, we've had this discussion with other folks on the show before that, you know, the solutions that we offer aren't just products that we sell to clients. They're solutions that help them solve problems. And we actually come alongside them and partner with them. And I think that's what makes uh, GBS so, so different and unique. And, and that's kind of our, our mindset from the beginning is that, you know, who can we partner with to help them um, and make their business better? And I think that's, that's a perfect summation of what y you ladies are doing in, in RCM. Um, so someone that listened to this and was is is excited about what you had to say and and would like to get a hold to get a hold of you ladies and maybe talk more about it what's the best way to get a hold of each of you and we'll, we'll we'll make contact information available also when we post the show but if someone wanted to get a hold of you right now what would be the best way to do that email well you know what honestly the best way to get hold of me this is sheila is my cell phone frankly they can text or call and leave me a voicemail the number is 440-315-8896 again 440-315-8896 because my name's so long my email is really really long uh, okay all right, <laughs> all right. So cell phone's the best. and my cell phone anyone can reach me at any time on my cell phone and that number is 440 567-8253. Again, 440-567-8253. And as Sheila said, it's easier to give me a phone call and then uh, we can connect by email after that. And uh, it, it would be great to be able to discuss whatever opportunities um, exist for you know a practice. Because again, our goal is to help everyone achieve their financial success. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. Um, and again, we'll make that contact information available when we post the show. So if someone didn't get it, uh, they can certainly get it at that point. But ladies, thank you so much. Uh, this has been a, a fantastic discussion. And I think you really presented the, the topic in, in a comprehensive way made it easy for us to understand, easy for me to understand, so everybody could understand it if I could understand it. So thank you for doing that. Thank you for taking the time to be with us today. It's been, it's been a pleasure having you and a pleasure uh, having this discussion. So thanks again for your time. All right. Well, thank thanks. you. We really appreciate it as well. 
This show has been a production of GBS. For more information on the topics discussed today or the solutions offered, contact us at marketing at gbscorp.com. That's marketing at gbscorp.com. Or you can call at 800-552-2427. And lastly, check us out on the web at www.gbscorp.com. That's www.gbscorp.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes.